Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. No theme music. <laughs> what the fuck? Broke a flying start. Oh, wait. Our other. <laughs> I, I hit this button, but I didn't realize we didn't have enough time. Wow. <laughs> and now the volume's not working. Good evening and welcome to the Instigators Hockey Program, the most <laughs> controversial show on the internet. <laughs> wow. My name is my name is Paulie D, and I am joined once again by Ed Hospital. Oh, I mean Chris Katsopoulos. Listen, I love Katsi. I'm not saying a bad word about anybody. I'm, I'm all about. How are you, big boy? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. The New York Rangers are rocking and rolling. I mean. Like last night's game, it's like uh, watching a Vancouver power play give up short end goals. You know, I couldn't help Boy, but think, he how many destroyed games? That power play. Oh my, he's destroyed that team. I got a, I got a great article that I got to, I got to find here that I read today about uh, just what he's done, the damage, <laughs> the extent of the damage. Um, I, I couldn't help but think watching that game last night. How many how many games did we watch like that last year, the year before, the year before, from the Vancouver side of things? Just lifeless. I mean, you know, and Ryan Ryan Kessler said after the game that he thought they were the better team. Wait, what for that for that ten minutes in the second period? Anyway, good evening and welcome to Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Today is Wednesday, April 2nd. The New York Rangers' magic number is three, or tres, or uh, drei, if you're listening in Germany. (laughs) Well, we do have an international... uh following. That's right. We've got to cater to everybody here. So let's start uh, with this Vancouver game last night. Let's start there since that's obviously the most gratifying, the most fun, and we'll talk about the, we'll talk about the panic about Ryan McDonough, and we'll talk about Dan Girardi, who is, uh, who has been taking a beating He's taking a beating for not laying down a beating. Not the first time we've seen this, Eddie. I defended him last time. I don't think I can uh, defend him this time. You got to get in there. You got to. <laughs> uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I don't know. I don't know if he just is doesn't have that aspect in him. Whether he, you know, he has a long fuse or just no fuse. He is just not going to drop the gloves. It's just not in him. And what makes it even worse is that this is your defensive partner. This is the guy you're breaking bread with. Right. You're communicating with. You're constantly talking. This is the guy you probably have the strongest bond with. And there is no way you, you can let a guy do what 
Burroughs did and not jump him. Right, I'm sorry. He deserves, it, 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 it deserves the criticism. They're Murtaugh and Riggs. Starsky and Hutch. These two, you know, like you said, they they know each other's moves. They, I mean, they're partners. And, right. You know, and I don't know what it... I will never question, and I, you know, we had, of course, I, you know, I got my, I got the conversation with the boys going all night while the game's on, and I, and I said, you know, I'll never question his toughness, never. I yes, will never no. ever question Dan Girardi's toughness. The man is a, is a, is an absolute. I mean, he is, and and to use a term, he is a warrior when it comes right. to toughness, but he's just not a fighter. And there's a difference. I mean, you could be tough, but you're not a fighter. And either it's not in his, like you said, he's either not, he's either not wired that way. He doesn't want to fight. It doesn't occur to him to fight. I, I don't know what it is, but this is now the second time we've seen arguably the best player on the roster get taken down and, you know, and and he had he just kind of stood there. He if just McDonough, kind of stood there. He pulled the, if the Seinfeld. If McDonough would have went down with a serious injury, the Rangers have cooked. They would have been cooked. So there had and to be some kind of retribution. And, and we don't know how serious it is yet. I know. They're kind of saying, well, there's no structural damage. There's no dislocation but in, you know, Ranger speak, you don't know what that means. Right, right. You know, you could know, have a muscle tear. <laughs> we're, oh, we're, still, we're, we're still waiting for an injury update on Jeff Bookaboom. Yes. <laughs> still waiting for that to come in officially. <laughs> Upper body injury still. <laughs> I, I, have, have they confirmed John Rattel's broken ankle? <laughs> <laughs> no, Rosasco and folks have not gotten around to that yet. Still being evaluated. Last time I checked. Yeah, uh, and then you know he left the game. He left the building in a cast, uh, not a cast, a uh, sling, like, which is not a yeah sling. Which that that worries me. Even though it's probably just a precautionary thing, but was I appalled? Yeah, I'm appalled because. See, Taking the best player on your team, the, the really the only without him they are cooked, and I just think that. And here's a guy who's done it before. I don't know. It's it's tough because I you know Dan Girardi is such a hard nosed player, and it's hard to get on him. But I mean, it's easy to get on him, but. He's just not going to do it. I mean, that's just it. I mean, now do you have other players on the team that could have done something? I don't know. I don't know who exactly was out on the ice at, the, at that point. I it probably was like Benoit Pouliot. Well, actually, Pouliot. Yeah, but uh, but does it does it have to, it doesn't in my mind? Okay, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be the biggest guy on the team who who knows how to throw the gloves. I wouldn't have cared if it was – well, I mean, I would have because I don't want to see him get hurt. But Zuccarello, I wouldn't have cared if it was Zuc- him. Yeah, well, Zuccarello, did, as I remember, did kind of scrum it up there. 
So I I don't yeah. know. But you know, I, I, what do you think? Now that you got, you don't have too many guys that have been around. Well, how many guys you got? Lundquist, Stahl, um, McDonough may or may not have. I don't remember now. I think McDonough was when it happened with Gabrick. How do you think? What do you think the perception is in the locker room for the guys that were there now that have seen it twice? I mean, you know, Gabrick was I, I getting, getting think... the snot beat out of him. By Carcillo, oddly enough, right? Well, it was Carcillo, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, it was Carcillo, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it really bothers them. I think that mentality so? is kind of – it, I think it would bother some teams. I don't think it bothers the Rangers. I don't think people sitting around going, look, Dan didn't do it again. You know, I, I don't think it's I, – I don't think it bothers them. Should it bother them? I think it should. I think it would bother uh, uh, some other teams in this league. It would bother me. I think it would. <laughs> if it I was in that lock. I mean, you know, I, I think. Look, it's you know, you translate it to real life. Uh, you know, any situation, and uh, you know, you get yourself in in some kind of trouble or some kind of argument, uh, and you know, you need you need a friend to come to your defense, and they don't. Right. You kind of look at him like, you know, where the fuck were you when I needed you? You know, I. I well, yeah, I, I mean, know. and you remember that stuff for your life. Because I'll tell you, even in, in a, a hockey game I was involved with, there was a bench clearing brawl, and there were two guys on our team who weren't just sat on the bench and didn't jump the bench. Two brothers, actually. And like 20 years later, we still talk about how they didn't jump the bench, and when we talk about that. Like you, you gotta, you know, you stick up for your friends, and regardless if they're wrong or right, and they get an altercation. And obviously, he was wrong to that. I don't know. I just the Rangers aren't that kind of team. I, I don't think the Rangers are. You know, and, and it's sad because I think um, to not have that kind of character is a flaw, and your team should be. Uh, diligent in its vengeance against players like that. But it's not. And Dan Girardi is not. So it's a minus for him. I mean, he deserves the criticism. You know? And really, I wonder, I wonder what Ryan McDonough thinks. But see, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree that that, that, that is the, the mentality of the team. I don't. I I don't necessarily agree with that. I just well, don't. Think I agree. I just don't think it's Dan Girardi's mentality, and uh, you know, and I don't disagree with with my good friend Keith McElroy here in Arizona when he says you can't put a C on this guy. I mean, it's not a your your captain should should be the first guy in. You know, I right. mean, come on, you know, you got to be like like. Uh, Stannis Baratheon, he's the first one up the wall at King's Landing. Well, Ryan Callahan wasn't like that, though. I mean, Callahan led by example, but he was not one to jump in the fights and and and, and kind of leave. I mean, you know, we, oh, I, think, today, I think you're I think you're selling Callahan a little short there. He he'd get in the he would have gotten in the mix. I think we saw him do that a few times. Mm. Dubinsky would have. 
what I was saying is that the Rangers that you were talking about left over from would they have got? I don't think uh, I don't know. The Rangers did show a lot in that Columbus game when they stood up for each other. Yep. So you know, maybe I'm selling them a little short because Pouliot fought in that game, uh, Nash <clears throat> fought in that game, and you know guys who don't fight, um, they refuse to take the abuse, so to speak, and. That was a really good game because that was the Rangers showed some heart and some uh, um, some character. Do I? But I, um, I don't know. It, it's a tough call because today's game is so different. It's not. They worry about the two points and they're on to the next game. They, you know, the Rangers won and that's all they're thinking about and they're thinking about the next game. I mean, they're not going to see Vancouver for the rest of the season. Uh, so Unfortunately. I, I don't think, yeah. So there's going to be no payback, but and there won't be payback next year. Nobody's going to remember it, you know. Hopefully, and you know how he's right. He's talking about the instigator rule, which guys don't want to get fined. Guys don't want that huge fine, you know, Come if they on. jump in and get suspended. Come on, the guy I, makes five million dollars a year. What are they going to fine him? Fifty grand? The fine. I understand that. I, I listen. I agree with you. I'm just telling you what their logic is. There's a reason they're not doing it. I don't know what. Uh, if it were me, I I would have fucking just jumped the bench. There's five games left. Give it a break. Make the guy pay. It's against your most. It's against your former coach, and and against a cheap shot artist. What the? You don't always have to be professional and. You know, all right, boys, stay on the bench. Come on, come on, let's get out of here with a win, man. Sometimes Should have set up all out there like the Chiefs. <laughs> no, I mean, I, of course, a little more handsome, little more handsome, a little less Ned Braden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. So yeah, I, I think you deserve the criticism. Um, and I'm behind Burrows. Your wife's a dyke. <laughs> exactly. I know. And, got, and you got Messier on the FAN saying, oh, he thinks the Rangers could Shut up. Shut up, Messier. He thinks the Rangers could win the cup. They could go far. He just jinxed What happened? He just jinxed us. What about this big, bald-headed crybaby? Oh, I didn't get the coaching job. I'm leaving. Imagine if we had that ridiculous bald Bastard is our coach. What a joke this season would have been. Now, listen, guys. I he just let the mortgage in the cup one, again. I, I, Mark Messier is probably one of the greatest players I have ever seen, one of the greatest Rangers. Love him as a player, but as a person, I can't stand him. That's it. That's it. What a big baby. He didn't even he never had one ounce of coaching experience and, except coaching that Spangler Cup or whatever he did. And then he wants to get the job over A V. Give it a break. He he, want, he, want, he thinks that he's gonna just walk in and get handed one of the most prestigious head coaching jobs in hockey. Regardless of their history, it is still one of the most prestigious head coaching jobs in hockey. And they're just gonna hand it to him. Even Glenn Saver, 
who's Mr. Nepotism himself. <laughs> and half nuts. That no. <laughs> and, 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 and half in this world and half somewhere else and Banff, wherever he is, had the sense not to give Messi that job. <laughs> and he, oh, I'm leaving the organization. Go in the AHL. Get it, get it, get him out of there. Coach the AHL for a while. You see what happens. Go work on your helmets for concussions, you dope. Germaphobe, you Howie Mandel. Don't shake hands. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> Tap heads. Tap heads. <laughs> That's an Andrew Dice Clay joke. Shaking, you remember that? Shaking hands is such a disgusting custom. <laughs> Again, the I, it's not take it down. I mean, I just, I love Messier, but it's just. Then he goes to Vancouver. Don't even get me started with this. <laughs> yeah. He's this a, look, fall, I've said it month. before. I've said it before. I'll, uh, you know, I'll always love him for 1994. But he's a phony baloney. Bottom line. He is. We were having a conversation the other day. Somebody was, uh, oh, uh, Peter Nedved retired last week officially and I was a friend of ours uh, Greg Caggiano posted it on Facebook that Peter Nedved had retired and you know there were a couple of comments that he was a good player and it's a shame he never made it with the Rangers and I said Nedved's biggest problem was that Messier didn't like him I said ask Mike Gartner how that works out for you and that really was Nedved's biggest problem because he wasn't... That guy was good on the check line, he huh? He wasn't a power forward. So, Messier no. didn't like him. No. Same reason he didn't oh, like Gartner. No. I just, uh, you know, listen. He's, born, he's probably the greatest Ranger. I mean, other, arguably, I mean, you got Rattel, you got Leach, Jockman, Henrik. Endor. Randor, Jesper Faust, but <laughs> Rob Whistle, Connor Allen, <laughs> Barrett Heiston. <laughs> oh, God. That's a really that's a good one. <laughs> Barrett Heiston. Think about Germans. Anyway, uh, so, uh, whatever. So they, they beat they beat Vancouver they they beat them the way they should have I mean was it uh you know did, did they roll I mean they got off to a good start the fourth line looks really good I mean you know and uh, and they've been playing without Kreider and winning so I don't think there's anything really you know and St Louis got his first goal it was a nice shot you know. Hell of a shot. Well, Jesus Christ, they've been feeding him the puck and not force-feeding him the puck yeah, for the last five games. You know, in, in some of the most inopportune situations where he has absolutely no chance to score. So it was nice to finally see him get one. Short-handed. All of a sudden, this team is deadly short-handed. 
They stink on the power play again, but they're deadly shorthanded. Yeah, that concerns me that the power play um, is not good. And I think well, a, lot, a lot has to do with that St. Louis hasn't been productive. Yeah, and that then, does happen. I'd rather just see Zook, Broussard, and Pouillard on the first line power play. They seem to work so well together. Speaking of which, uh, what, what do you think about Rafi Diaz so far? Wait. Uh, wait. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't hear you the first time. What was that again? <laughs> what do you think of, I know where this is going, Rafael Diaz? Rafael Diaz? Yes. I, I, I like what I've seen out of Rafael Diaz. The Swiss, Me too. The, the Swixican. Yeah, the Swixican. <laughs> the Swixican. And his father's a Spaniard. And I couldn't stand playing for torts. I like the way he moves the puck. Uh, you know, hasn't made any glaring mistakes. Doesn't seem like a bad pickup. You know, it's a, another another win for another notch in the belt of Glenn Sather and the, the, the many, many, many fantastic oh. moves he has made. He looks more offensive than Michael Delzato ever looked, other than like his first year. I, he really he, he control. I mean, he's great on the power play. Diaz, even strength, he gets a little manhandled in front of his net because he's so small. But I can live with that as long as you can get somebody back there that's steady. Now Klein is a guy you don't notice, which is good. But they, I think they really could upgrade that position. With something, they need a guy with some size. I know it's hard to find, but okay, uh, Cutter, Cutter. Let me explain this to you. The whole joke is that Rafael Diaz is not Mexican. That's why we play the song because his name sounds Mexican. He's from Switzerland. If we played, if every time we talked about Scott Gomez and we played the Mexican hat dance, we'd get letters. Oh, yeah, because we get plenty of letters. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> we have oh, gotten God them. Gomez. We have got them in the past. You've defended but, Scott Gomez. You still defend him. Who does? You. I do? Because he wasn't as bad as people made him out to be. He performed exactly how he had most of the rest of his career. It's not his fault he, he, he got seven million, got... You know, Glenn Sather waved a bag of money at him, and he took it. He was no worse. <laughs> he had one big year as a devil, and he cashed in on it. But the rest of his time with the Rangers was just like the rest of his time with the Devils. He's done, though. Got waved by Florida. Oh, a couple he's... Of... he's down to nothing. He's coming back. How could Diaz <laughs> be full Swiss and not a Spanish variant? He's... He's from East Switzerland, near Los Angeles. I just told you his dad is a Spaniard and his mom is Swiss. Well, don't you get Cutter? <laughs> so, um, wait, I'm sorry. Whose dad is a Spaniard? 
Rafael Diaz. Oh. The Mexican hat dance, a great scene. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love the first game he played. I think uh, Ham called him uh, Rafi Torres. Oh. <laughs> I heard. Yeah, somebody told me that. I He's didn't hear it, but so somebody bad. told me he called him Rafi Torres. Rafi Torres. <laughs> Probably. So. I'm surprised Sam didn't confuse him with one of those golden gloves gloves boxers that he used to... Remember when, he, when Sam used to do the golden yeah. gloves on MSG? You know, like some yeah. phantom... <laughs> some flyweight boxer? I think call him Roberto Duran or... No, <laughs> 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 <Tomas. laughs> Roberto Duran shot! Oh, I had a mouthful of soda. Oh! It's going to happen. They're going to make the playoffs. Uh, three games, four games after the Olympics. I heard all, oh, oh, we're not making the playoffs. It's bank it. Bank it. Guess what? They're well coached, the Rangers. You got a coach with, uh, this coach, he, he, you know, they're making the best of it with what they have. They compete almost every night on a, a very high level. They come to play. So that's all I can ask as a fan. I mean, do they have all flaws? Yeah, I think they have, that power play has to get straightened out again. They're not, they're not getting guys in front of the net like they used to. But, boy, and I tell you, that specialty team, that penalty kill has real suffered since Callahan's gone. Oh, by the way, he scored another goal for Tampa last night. Yay! I don't, I don't care. I don't need You're a daily what? Ryan Callahan update from Facebook and Twitter. I don't care. He is an ex-Ranger. Ex-Ranger. I don't care what Ryan Callahan did last night. I don't care, care what Fedor Tutin did last night. I don't care what Marion Kabrick did last night. I don't care. ex Ranger, <laughs> ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, ex-ranger. I don't care. <laughs> oh, he's got six goals. Fuck you. Big deal. Who he's cares? Big. I mean, I'm seeing people boycotting the team because they traded Ryan <laughs> Callahan. My God. So this silly. Team traded, this team traded Brian Leach, John Rattel, Brad Park. We got over it. What did Herb? Well, what did, we really get over what, 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 did, what did Kurt Russell tell him in, the, in, in Miracle? The name on the front means a hell of a lot more than the name on the back, boys. I root for the sweater. That's why I don't put names on the back of my sweaters anymore. 
All my jerseys are, all my Ranger jerseys are blank. I know you got your McDougal jersey, but he might be the only one I'd buy. Uh, if he gets the C, I got to get the C put on there. Ooh, that's right. And it's and and yours is a heritage, so you'd have to get the uh, the appropriate C. Right, I can't just slap any C on there. <laughs> right. <laughs> put the put the High Calgary C. put the Calgary C on there. <laughs> With the flames uh, emblem. <laughs> <laughs> that would look really ridiculous. That's the one thing I like about Calgary's jerseys is that their their alternate captain is the Atlanta Flames logo. Right. I always thought yeah, that, that was that. a nice touch. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> As they were the first team to screw the city of Atlanta. <laughs> Oh, uh, they miss hockey in Atlanta. We talk about it all the time. <clears throat> so, so just getting back to the game last night, I think the only thing that that bothered me about that game is that except for about 10 minutes in the second period and a couple of minutes in the third period, Vancouver looked extremely disinterested, and the Rangers let them hang around. I mean, there was – how many missed opportunities last night? You had Brian Boyle on a breakaway. As funny as that sounds, right? I timed him with a sundial. I don't think I've ever seen a slower breakaway in my life. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a caveat in here. That fourth line last night, with Brian Boyle included, they were borderline dominant when they were on the ice. He played a – that whole line is playing very, very well. But him on a breakaway, he looked like me with Eddie on my shoulders and Costa <laughs> holding out of my legs. I thought, I thought, well, maybe he thought that Lack was going to fall asleep by the time he got there and then he'd score a goal. I mean, it was, like, it was like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. There's the red dot. Four Mississippi, five Mississippi. He's approaching the crease. Six Mississippi. He misses the net. Like, oh my God! Who else missed a breakaway was... last night? Nash. Yes, like somebody he got else. robbed by Nash. Black. Nash missed a break, missed on a breakaway. Uh, Zuccarello, I think, hit the crossbar. Somebody else missed a wide open net. Too many missed opportunities last night. It, it could have cost well, them. That's, that that's been a little bit of a problem as far as I'm concerned. The lack of finish a lot of time makes the games closer than they are. You know, you know, Stepan can't score an open net. You know, he had, you know, a couple of games ago he had like a, you know, the whole side of the net and he missed. Like, they really do need more finishers on this team. You know, um, you know, they have a lot of guys who can pass the puck and they're very unselfish. I think listen, they have a good offensive team. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they got, like you said, the fourth line is doing good. I think Dorsett has played a lot better, um, although he didn't play yesterday. But I don't know. What do you think about Carcillo on the first line the other night? Uh, well, it certainly worked out for them. And, you know, I have noticed a, a groundswell for Dan Carcillo – and all Rangers, uh, let me preface it, every Ranger fan seems to be saying the same thing. I never thought I'd reach a point where I like Daniel Carcillo. <laughs> I will never reach that point. 
You still don't like him? No. Doesn't the name on the front mean more than the name on the back? No, because it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Played pretty well. He's played pretty, pretty well. well. Jim, watch pretty well. He's got four goals. That, they can find somebody else. They, they, they can upgrade on Daigle Marcelo. Give me a break. Dominic Moore, I, I got no Dominic Moore has been the core of that fourth line. Boyle is good He's defensively. He's been on the third line, though, the last couple of games. The last two games? Yes. Well, I, I, I just think, uh, uh, no. <laughs> You're still not having it. All right. No, I'm not, I'm not having it. it. I want to see right. Mary Gabrick's getting beat up by Dan Costello and we go out and get him. It's a, sorry. It's, it's an embarrassment as a fan that I have to deal with that. I'm going to give you the Sam Rosen. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. From the player's perspective. Got your striped shirt on tonight, Sammy? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and if the call undetected. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't listen, I, I hope he does well, but I'm not endorsing him. I, I, they can do better than him. I think, uh, I, you know, they could do better than him. I mean, listen, he, there's some, some good teams have had him, so maybe he's got something. But It's been a good fit. Oh, God. What are you just, just trying to... Uh, I understand that. Let me I didn't agree. Yeah, look, I didn't agree with it when they did it, but you know, hey, look, I, you know, I could, I could, I could be swayed on my opinion. No structural damage to left shoulder. That's according to Larry Brooks. That's the latest on McDonough. What does that mean? I, well, I guess it means he didn't separate the shoulder or, or break his collarbone or anything. Can't they just say that? He's no. got no broken bones. No, can't say that. It's too easy. <clears throat> so, I mean, it looked good. What have we got? Five games left. So he's got two games in hand. I'm not really. I mean, should I worry about a collapse at this point? Only need three points. He'll be fine. Now, update me any on a combination of, Any combination of three points, by the way. So, update me on a few things. Sure. If you can. Are the Devils out of it? Or they still, like, got some, like, hope? I believe they are... I believe they are still in it, but hanging by a thread. Because I want to gloat, but I feel like I can't... I don't want to prematurely gloat. Um, yeah, we don't want to gloat yet, because then the next thing you know, they're winning another cup. Right. Because I want to say, peak the boring, and I want to get into my whole, you know, no-name team that they put on the ice, but I'll start doing that, and something bad will happen. So I don't want to gloat. Uh, did you watch the MSG broadcast last night? Uh, yeah. Did you see the trivia question? No, I missed that. The trivia question last night was, besides Henrik Lundqvist, which two goaltenders, who are the only two 
Ranger goaltenders since the 1999-2000 season to post three shutouts in in a season. Three shutouts. Yes. One mm-hmm. one I think is easy. The other one mm-hmm. I I wouldn't have guessed if I if I had 10 guesses I wouldn't have guessed. Well, I might have. I'll go just two, well, didn't Cam Talbot get his third the other night? That's one. And I'll go with... Yeah. You got it. Mike Dunham... Wow. I can't believe Mike Dunham had five shutouts in one season as a New York Ranger. He was terrible. He was terrible. How did he... How did he get five shutouts? I mean, he, I would have like guessed... Ever, his uh, pants were made out of Everlast. Everything was like a rebound. <laughs> <laughs> like boing rebound into the slot. Four. Wow. Wow, I can't Very believe I got that. Your hockey memory is impeccable. I almost, impeccable. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised I got I didn't remember him getting like a lot of shout outs one, you know, I was like, Wow, what? Yeah, that was some sin. Was he before or after Kirk McQueen? There was like a Kirk McLean thing. I don't know. There was a very shady, very bad Kevin Weeks. Well, no, Kevin Coach, Weeks led to the Hedrick Lundquist era. Okay. Yeah, Blackburn. Dan Blackburn was okay. He was on his way to being a better goalie. But and then he got hurt. As a matter of fact, Costa has a Dan Blackburn game worn jersey. Yeah. The only one that exists probably. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. So anyway, so I I'm, I'm pretty impressed with myself. That's two shows in a row. And I and I swear to God I did not see that. Your yeah, I'm telling you, your hockey knowledge is just impeccable. Oh, stop. Oh, the Look way you the picked apart Rod Gilbert night last week? Please, people were coming up to me in the street talking about that one. I think they were anyway. It was all in Spanish. But. <laughs> it was Rafael Diaz and his family? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Who? Rafael Diaz? Oh, I don't know. It might have been. Boy, I love to play with the Rangers. I love this Kevin Klein. Oh, Kevin Klein. <laughs> so anyway, how about that Oiler game? Five nothing shutout. Oh, what a what a disaster in Edmonton. Bad. It's so bad. Oh, we got to hire oh. Dallas Aikens as head coach. He's young. Let's get the bidding war for Dallas Aikens because he he read the Marlies. <laughs> Turned down the Ranger job. Thank God. Thank God they didn't get him. I'm removing all the all the stuff from the past. They all look unhappy fighting with Taylor Hall over there. Yes, that's, that's a shit fest over there. Good for them. Good for you. I I tell you though, you know, all the stories appear to be leaning towards John Tortorella being fired. At the end of the season, 
I find that so hysterical that he could last a year. Well, <laughs> yeah, but think for... about it. Think about it. It took Vancouver five months to figure out what it took the Rangers five years. <laughs> talk, talk, talk. Say goodbye. Yeah. We'll have to warm that up. Yeah, do that one up. That's a Ranger. Uh, I know you went <laughs> to the Canucks, but your power play fucking sucks. <laughs> Oh, and he looks miserable Hurricane with the glasses. John. <laughs> he does more damage than could. I know you want a cup, but this power play fucking sucks. Talk, 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 goodbye. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm I'm actually disappointed. I was kind of hoping he'd ruin them for for a couple of years. Wow, <laughs> paying a lot of money. The road for him. Who's going to hire him? Well, exactly. That's what I mean. For uh, that money that he wants. And Vancouver, he's, he's got an eight million dollar contract with Vancouver. If they fire him, and chances are he doesn't get another job. They're going to be paying him for another four years, or three three years, three or four years, something like that. Yeah, I mean, who's going to hire him, really? Sully goes somewhere else and runs somebody else's power play? <laughs> Mike Sullivan, what a fucking loser. Smiley. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of hockey, both of you. Rosen talking about how Oh, well, the transition for Tortorella. He's an East Coast guy out here in the West Coast. Oh, yeah, I had the best tweet. Oh, <laughs> my heart bleeds for Tortsy, let me tell you. I had the best tweet for that. What'd you say? I said, yeah, it's an adjustment. He's been an East Coast guy all his life. Now he's got to be a jackass three hours earlier. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good with a quip, I'll tell you that much. <clears throat> What are, you, Costa, what are you coming in here? Like the gray cloud? The voice of doom? I'm Don't quick be with a joke. Donna has a separated shoulder. I'm quick with a joke. coming in here? Or to light up your smoke. God, he's like the Grim Reaper. And you want to pay your hard-earned money to watch this team. Let me tell you something, my friends. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you, you want to go pay your hard-earned money at MSG, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Eddie, when are we going to Eddie? Eddie, 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 when are we going to mind? Come on over. I'll help you fix your computer. When are we going to, when, 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 when are we going to mind you, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> You do the best God <laughs> in the world, my friend. <laughs> it's like you haven't talked about have you? Oh, how it? You know why the penguins get the calls? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot that one. Oh. Let me let me tell you something, my friends. Listen, oh wait, oh wait, I gotta do the I gotta do the Bluetooth. Let me tell you something, my friends. 
Uh, Pittsburgh winning it, and it's good for business. Pittsburgh right now 
You know, Roger Nielsen used to say, it's not who you play, it's when you play them. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's kind of floundering. Flurry's rarely been good in the playoffs. Malkin's hurt. Uh, are they are they as uh, you know this is the old joke are they as good as Boston? I don't think so. I think Boston no. they are. I mean Boston they are an excellent team. They're excellent. deep and deep exactly. I mean they can. The only thing is they're gold. Rask isn't like you know I don't know I'm not a Rask fan but yes they have such he's a streaky. good. I think yeah. Rask they have very they have a really good team. Yeah, when Rask is hot, he's he's as good as Henrik, I think. But he doesn't. He's not as consistent. Mm-hmm. How about that Chad Johnson? Their backup. He's having a a sick year. Former Ranger, Chad Johnson. Of course, the Chadster. Well, yeah, but I didn't know he was having such a great time. Oh, we didn't talk about your boy Cam with the shutout. I mean, we mentioned it briefly, but... The great Campino. I mean, this guy has been... I mean, last year we were talking about the Rangers not having any goalies in the system, and all of a sudden you get a guy that's so reliable like this, and um, he's getting better, which is like... No, he didn't see a whole lot of game, but... He's still, I mean, you know, he's still very, very competent. And it it certainly is more of a comfort to have a guy like that than having the Marty Biron yeah. hanging around the last two years. So much more confident with that, him and Nick. And he's so confident. And I got to give it, I give him credit. We got on Pouliot. Everybody got on Pouliot early. But he's been everything that they... They wanted when they signed him, and they got their money's worth with him. He came cheap, and he's got he's probably going to wind up with like 14 goals, 15 goals. That's what you wanted from him, and they got that. Um, and Where I, is he? Looking at his career numbers here. I'm trying to see. If, he has played very well. Let's see. Uh, his career best is 16 goals with Boston. But he's, right at his, he's got uh, 13. But his 13 last four now. years, I'm oh, sorry, his last uh, uh, his last three full years, 32 points this year, 32 points in Boston, 30 points in Montreal. But, hey, Pierre Maguire said the other night he's never seen Benoit Pouillot play this well. And I believe everything Pierre Le- Maguire tells me. <laughs> The Lou uh, Ranger. And there's a lot of people, you know, you know the, 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 the Adam Raiders and the Russ Cohens want to get on Derek Broussard. Derek Broussard's been very good. Yeah, what, what's I don't with? understand why, I, because you know what it is? With those dudes, if, like, the, they don't like, like fans that are just, like, crazy about a guy that they deem kind of, like, middle like not as good or middle of the road. Second line center, he's been excellent. That whole line has been good. Now Zuccarello is starting, he's back. Uh, Broussard is he's already hit, he's already got a career high for goals. He could hit a career high for assists. 
and he could have a career high for points. So what more can you ask for the, from the guy? Exactly. I mean, uh, a couple of years ago we couldn't even get a first line center. Now we have, you know, we have a second line center who puts up pretty good points. Yeah. The Rangers are deep. The Rangers are getting a little bit deeper in their scoring. They're getting away from that relying just on one guy. And listen, Nash, you know, we've talked about the Nash thing. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit disappointing, but if you take in the injury and, the, and all that, it's, it's not all that bad. They're just, they're, and they're getting goals from other places, which was the problem before. Right. Like, yeah, never how many years we were asking for secondary and thirdary scoring, and I'll tell you what, my biggest my biggest concern right now about this team, my biggest concern, is that they are horrific on faceoffs. What's the team uh, percentage? Uh, God, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm actually looking it up right now, but uh, where the hell is it? Where is the face-offs? Face-offs, face-offs, face-off percentage. I'm, I'm going to get, if you're saying horrible, I'm going to get 46%. Uh, no, they're not that bad. 48-7. 23rd in the league on face-offs. They've been around that. I mean, they were like 50, 50 point, I mean, the last couple of years. I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me. They've never been really great on face-offs. I'll get them um, for you. Get them for me, baby. I'm, I'm getting them for you right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, for centers, Dominic Moore, 54.3%. Brian Boyle, who's so great on faceoffs, 52%. 52.9%, excuse me. Uh, J.P. Miller, 51%. What's the pawn? He's got to be the weak link. Yeah, 45. He's never Derrickson. been good on faith. He's got to get better. He's got to get better. I don't I don't understand uh, why a guy who's bad on faceoffs plays center. <laughs> I've never been able to understand that. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know enough about hockey, but it just seems like that wouldn't be the place to put him if he can't take faceoffs. Uh, Broussard, 47-7. Uh, Brad Richards, 49.8. And um, I've had just about enough of Brad Richards again. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with him again. He's ready to get bought out again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't I've buy him enough. out fast enough. <laughs> He's such a great interview. He's always smiles. and Yeah, it's real chuckles. Yeah. Chuckles, <laughs> Richards. Yeah. yeah, Richards has hit the wall again. And I don't know. It's all over him. But even so, they still, you know, they've still been winning, and I think they're heading in the right direction in a, in a season that is a transition season. Um, and we'll see. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. I just want to, you know, I always say it. I just want to be in the show. I just want to make the playoffs. That's all. Get to the and dance. I, I, Get to the dance and see what happens. Nothing like playoff hockey. It's a whole different animal. That's right. Uh, you know. And the first round should start two weeks from tonight. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Just Looks like it. Philly. Looks like Philly. And uh, hopefully uh, 
Rangers will be uh, have the home ice advantage. When yeah, was the last? On. When was the last time they met Philly in the playoffs? Mm. Was it ninety? Uh, was it ninety eight with Gretzky in the Eastern Conference Finals? Was that the last time? When Lindros ran roughshod, roughshod. Yeah, I guess that's how we say ninety-seven. That's a ninety-seven. Was that ninety? Was that ninety-seven or ninety-eight? It was ninety-seven. They had that run to the to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And wow, it's, it's strange that it's been that's seventeen years, right? Yeah. Remember how Considering they used to play them, they used to play Philly every year in the playoffs. It seemed like. That's when uh, remember when we interviewed Gretzky and he was talking about how um, the coach of the Panthers was calling the Rangers old, and he took it personally. He was like, "I'm yeah. McLean, what's his name?" And he couldn't wait to. Russ Courtnall, he was fast. Yep, Russ Courtnall was on last, that team. He didn't last too long in the Rangers, though. No, he was another. Uh, he was a trading, another trade deadline pickup, if I remember correctly. Another, another sacrifice of the future. To make one last run. <laughs> and Jeff Cornell was a finisher. Russ was more f- was fast. Rangers were actually in the running to get Jeff Cornell at one point. I think he signed with the Capitals. I'm trying to think of who Jeff was on before that. Because I think he really came into his own as a Capital. Yeah, yeah. that's Gretzky right. He had a hat trick against the Panthers, and that was after he got laid out on the ice. And it looked like he was unconscious. I'll never forget John Davidson saying, a few minutes ago, he's laying on the ice, and we thought we'd have to call the coroner. <laughs> and he got up off the mat and scored three. I miss J.D. Ah, oh, yeah, he's good. So we might have some hey. good old Rangers Flyers playoff hockey. That'd be all right. Eakins was on that team. Dallas Eakins was on that team, that 97 I think also Lindy Ruff might have been. Don't know about that. Don't quote me on that. No, Lindy Ruff was already coaching by then. You sure? Yeah. He was coaching the Sabres for 15 years or something, wasn't he? 1997. 1991, Lindy Ruff retired. Wow. He was with the Rangers Ah. in 88, 89, 89, 90, and 90, 91. Do the Lindy. That's what I used to say. <laughs> He's always yep. His first his first year with the Sabres as coach was ninety seven ninety eight. He was thirty seven. Oh, I so. once saw Lindy Ruff score on a penalty shot. Wow. Against the Quebec Nordiques. I think the goalie was Mario Brunetta. Because I called Mario, it's, it's in the netta. It might have been the joke that it's the, was the Islanders' uh, GMO. That's no. I don't know, they had some other guy, former Nordique. You know nothing, Jeff Snow. 
He does know nothing. If you're going to be bad, be bad. Be really bad. All right, is that it, Robin? I think we're done. We got a phone call. <laughs> All right, bring him on. Let's talk hockey. Nine seven three two eight seven. You're on the air. Who's this? It's Danny. Daniel. Boys, how's it going? Hey, Danny. Hey, how Daniel. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. God, the old days. Freaking Lindros on the Flyers. Russ Courtnall, that late trade deadline. Van Beesbrook picked up by the Panthers in their. Uh, uh, back to when hockey was hockey and men were men and everything else when the Penguins had that bullshit artist, Lemieux. Yes, uh, I remember that series well. That was a, yep. The Rangers losing five or six. I think they lost in five because it was it was at ninety seven playoffs where no one picked uh the Rangers to win. I think that was what is it? We won in five against the Panthers because we lost game one and then took the next four. Stan Fischler on WFAN said that the Devils were gonna finally beat the Rangers. They won game one over at the uh whatever you call it now, the Izod Center, Connell Arena. Brendan Byrne Arena. Brendan Byrne Arena. They took game one in New Jersey. The Rangers took the next four. And, of course, Adam Graves pulls a Matteau. A Matteau, Matteau, Matteau. And then it was, uh, I think they lost in Hmm. five to Philly. And that's when Leach got his fucking shoulder rammed into the glass in an awkward position. And we didn't have Leach for the rest of that series. Was that Pat Verbeek who did that? No. No. No, No, Verbeek, I think, was on the Rangers at that time. Verbeek was, Uh yeah. Yeah, I'm it might have been Hatcher. Does I remember Kevin Hatcher or Darian? Oh, oh God! Yes, Kevin Hatcher was terrible. I know what a freaking he, hack. He was terrible. He was so good with the Capitals, and then he came to the Rangers. He was terrible. I know. He was out. He was out of hockey like after the Rangers. Anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, comments. Uh, yes, comments. Alex Burroughs needs to be suspended, and he needs to be hung. How's that? <laughs> he needs to be shot. They need to extradite him out of Vancouver to bring him over here, send him to Times Square, put him on the gallows, and let every Ranger fan grab a bat, a paddle, hockey wow. paddle, and just smack him right across the head. How's that? I love the violence, the call for violence. Listen. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're big fans of that. <laughs> yeah, Listen. we're big fans of that. <laughs> Listen, let me, let me be honest here, okay? I know certain no, I people are not going to be happy if I'm going to say this, but, you know, I, even though our good friend Matt Cook, who's still in Minnesota, after what he did to Mark Savard a couple of years ago, and what he almost did to Ryan McDonough, I still wish he got the same thing that he gave to Savard because, to me, that's the only way that I will be satisfied that uh, I don't have to call his name out that much. But other than that, to be honest, the Rangers are playing great. Alain Vigneault has done a fantastic job with his team. Obviously, the power play has been lacking. I agree, Eddie. But you know what? It's going to come around. You know, look, uh, I think that we still got some – Good things going on the power play. They're moving the puck well. I know there's not enough shots right now, but 
you know, they, right now they've regressed a little bit looking for the perfect pass, and they can't do that. If you have an opportunity to put it right on net, you go ahead, and then you just dig for the rebound and convert. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I think that's good, sound advice. I'd like to see them, uh, more. I'm also uh, reopening my website, getdangerardioffthepowerplay.com. Oh, um, <laughs> my gosh, with, no. I mean, with his hefty three power play points this year, uh, really, why am I continually? Why am I continually subjected? I like Dan Girardi. Get him off the power play. Teach him how to. Pop. I think Dan Girardi is a very good defensive defenseman. He does have the occasional ability to snap that puck in from the point. But um, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I think Dan Girardi should not be returning to the po- uh, to the power play at all. Um, when it comes to something like this, what happened with McDonough? I think he was shocked to see it happen. Did he go in there and uh, give Burroughs a piece of his mind? Not that much, but I did see him swing at his head. So at least he did fight for McDonough. But still, I agree with you guys. I don't think Girardi is C material. I don't think he's there yet, or if he's considered, they should not. Eddie, Eddie, let me ask you a question. If you were going to take mm-hmm. Girardi off the power play, who would you put out there instead? All right, well, first of all, I don't know with your lefty and your righties. I always get that. I get, this is what the whole thing is. The lefties and the righties. I would have McDonough and Diaz. Play the music, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm now on the power play. play da, 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 and I'm shooting the fuck the point. <laughs> Oh, boy, that, that's really guy. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, now I, was, I just thought, okay, here we go. I'm going to tell you guys how I feel about Ryan Callahan, okay? I wished he was not the one traded to the Lightning. I wished he would have stayed here. But I'm not, I'm not giving up on this hockey team that I've been in love with since 1988-89 season. I'm not giving up on them. I'm a Rangers fan. I'm not going to quit on them. Look, I didn't like it when Leach was traded back in the day. On them, no. Uh, if, the, if these people want to do it, let them do it. It doesn't affect me. I know where I stand. I still have my Rangers jerseys. What am I going to do? Be a Devil fan? Be an Islander fan? Be a Bruins fan? <laughs> Fucking hell no. That's I'm right. a Rangers fan. I may not like what happened, but guess what? Yes. I agree. And he's not even going to be on Tampa next year. He's going to be on some other team where he goes for the money. He could have stayed here. Just take a little bit of a discount, you greedy bastard. Exactly. We love you, Ryan. Ryan, he left that kid Liam. The kid Liam, that's all... Whacked out or whatever he's got. They call it nightmares, whatever they call that. <laughs> you left him. You abandoned him. That's the, that's the captain. You abandoned a child that's sickly for money. A disgrace. Wow, I'm overstating a little. But still, you know. <laughs> Liam, you left Liam, Jim. Uh... Ah, oh, this is gold. I love it. 
But that's but that's me. You know, that's all. Uh, that this is me. Look, I'm happy. Martin Saint Louis is here. You know, thank God he finally scored. Um, other than that, that's it. I still got my Rangers jerseys. I got Lundqvist on the back on one of them. I have Callahan on the back of my winter classic jersey. I'll still wear it. I don't care. It's a great jersey. I like it. But other than that, I'm a Rangers fan through and through, just like you guys. That's right. Well, thank you, Daniel, for your calls. You're welcome. Take care. Have a good night. And let's kick the shit out of the avalanche and that little pussy Patrick Waugh. Oh, wait, he's coaching like now. It. Never mind. <laughs> I like the way you think. Thank you. All right. All right, Dan. Take care. Take good it out. easy, Jimmy and Eddie. Talk to you next time. Good Get night. the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that memory thing was cracking me up. <laughs> I had some rant to go on. What the hell? Is it? Uh, wasn't uh, Callahan leaving little Liam? Something else. <laughs> that was great, though. Leaving some silly yeah. kid. Yeah, the kid's, the kid's wanting you. Dubinsky, too. And it's four million. Left little Liam. Oh... Uh, I don't know. I forgot what my rant was going to be. Four million. Four million. It's the holdout. Binsky. How is Columbus doing lately? They've fallen apart. I think they lost the other night in overtime or something. The, uh, I think they shipped to bed last night, didn't they? I don't know. I don't pay attention. X-Rangers. X-Rangers. Oh, they lost to Colorado, actually, in overtime. Yeah, in overtime. Did you get to see any of that uh, the, the St. Louis Flyers game last night? Oh, yeah, Ryan Miller, huh? Oh, he was most impressive. It was some phenomenal saves. Just unbelievable. And how about when he was skating off the ice for the delayed penalty and played the puck? I don't know if I've ever seen a goalie do that. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I've seen, I think, once. I, I've seen a goal, well, Shields Graton, who was on the Rangers, I, I actually saw rush the puck up to the red line and shoot it. Really? <laughs> uh, he was a wacky character, this guy. He he was the backup to J.D. Oh, he was the one with he, the lion. Yes, the lion's mask. Okay. He thought he was reincarnated from some Roman soldier, and he had some injury that, like, from a past life that would keep him out of games. It's crazy. <laughs> he was a nut job. I'd like to get him on the show. Yeah. Wind him up and let him go. He was the first guy I saw with the birdcage mask. He used to swap that with the lion mask. You know, that old birdcage. He's wearing that cage. What is it? <laughs> Jim. Jim. <laughs> So, uh, uh, we'll see, Ranger. I'm going to see playoff hockey, you know. And I just hope the Devils and Owls don't make it, and then I'll be, I'll be happy. They don't deserve to make it, either one of those teams. Suck. Horrible. All right, so since we're getting close to the playoffs, we're two weeks, as we said, we're two weeks away from round one. It, it the, the There is reason for optimism that the Rangers will make the playoffs. What mm-hmm. will you consider a success? Two rounds. 
winning two rounds uh, or winning making it rounds, to the second round? Uh, winning two rounds is a success in a transition. That's, okay, so, but that's getting to the Eastern Conference Finals then. Right. I think, I think they have a good chance at that. Okay, so you think anything? You you are saying that anything less than the than the Eastern Conference Finals, and this season is not a success. Uh, okay, uh, maybe I want to take this back. I think it'd be a really, really the best the best possibility. I mean, that I think is in the realm is is Eastern Conference Finals to getting there. Um. It would be disappointing if they – well, it'd certainly be disappointing if they get knocked out in the first round. So that it would be not a success. So I guess getting to the second round and being competitive in the second round, I would consider a success. So I don't know if that makes sense, but – That's that's where I'm at. That's, yeah, get that's out of the where first I'm at. round and Get out of the first round not – and. Uh, I'd like to see them get out of the first round in a five or six, not go seven games. Yeah, not no more seven team, games. I'm done with that. Not let a team hang around like they did with Ottawa and, and Washington. Let you know, these teams hang around. No, you're right. Beat a team in the first round in five, six games, and then a nice competitive second round series, series and I, win or lose, that I can live with it. Yes, because... Again, I, I can't emphasize this more, and really seriously, this team has completely changed. I mean, they, they have personnel-wise, guys who are not playing on the torts play major minutes, whether it had been Kreider, whether it had been Zuccarello. Uh, it, it's had a complete overhaul, and um, they have managed to – that ridiculous start and that ridiculous road trip, which in the beginning, when they lost eight nothing and nine two, whatever it was, and that Anaheim and that San Jose game, which I just, I'll never forget how bad. Some of the worst losses I've ever seen, ever. And just the turnover in personnel, the turnover in identity. You have to. I, I'll take that. I'll take it. You know. But next year, you know, the honeymoon's over with A.V. He's going to get this team, you know, and he knows all the players down in the organization. He knows what he has. So, um, yeah, so that, that's, I'm with you on that same page. Um, for the second time, I forgot what I was going to wrap it up. By the way, I have, but, an interesting uh, little, uh, I have an interesting little factoid for you. Okay. Uh, I came across this the other day. The um, the well, they were still the Minnesota North Stars then. I believe it was 1981. They beat the Winnipeg Jets 15 to two, and Doug Sotart was the goaltender for the Jets, and he never got pulled. They <laughs> left him in there for all team goals. Do you imagine? I think Minnesota scored something like eight goals in the second period, and they left them in there. What, what, what was the other goaltender dead? <laughs> He's got a Stanley Cup ring, Doug Seltzer. 
with the Canadians, right? 85, the yep. 85 team, yep. he was their backup goaltender, wasn't he? That's right. Very good. <clears throat> I have my moments. And then I think yeah, Espo got... brought him back, too. Because oh, Espo brought everybody back. I always say Espo was the funnest GM I've ever seen. He was the most fun to have. Not the most productive, not the most wise, but as a fan, you every game you had some new guy in the lineup. Oh, we got this guy. So, um, yeah. So all is good in Rangerland, hopefully. And uh, What's the next three coming up? Colorado. Uh, Colorado, and then they come home for... I think, let me think, tomorrow's Thursday, and they are, uh, Saturday, they are home against the Senators, and then Tuesday against the Hurricanes. Senators are done. Ottawa. Next Thursday against Buffalo, with newly signed head coach Ted Nolan has agreed to an extension, and then they wrap up the season. (laughs) Oh, jeez. They wrap up the season Saturday, April 12th. Against Les Habitants, night in Canada. So, I'll be hanging out with. Uh, I'll be hanging out with Nick and Keith and Justin for that one. We'll be watching the game and then going to the Coyotes game that night. Actually, catching some. Uh, why don't you just take some Ambien and call it a night? I'm gonna go see the Coyotes and Sharks. So that's not a bad matchup. That'll be fun. Oh, and speaking of uh, the Arizona gang, we are putting together the first annual, what we hope will be annual, the first annual Blue Shirt, Arizona Blue Shirt Underground Radio Invitational Street Hockey Game. Oh! It is in the the works. We already have, uh, I believe we have so far between 10 and 12 participants. So Eddie, dust off the Milek and get on a plane. Will there be defibrillators on premises? <laughs> I don't know. There might be. There might uh, be. I might need that. <laughs> and Nick, uh, Nick, great Nick Terratilli has promised a cooler full of Pabst for the game. <laughs> Pabst. Jeez. That's kind of our running well, gag. Well, it's of, very tempting. Of, I may have to book my arrangements now. I may have to get out there for that if they're going to have Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> That that Pabst Blue Ribbon is kind of our running joke of beer between out here. We always, you know, one time we went to Hooters to watch the game and it was and it was like three dollars for a thirty-two ounce mug or something like that. So we're all like, oh, we got to have a Pabst, and you know, it just, you know, it just kind of steamrolled from there. Now it's the running joke. It's not bad beer Pabst? if it's cold enough. I can drink any beer if it's cold enough. Yeah. yeah. All right, Robin, that's it. So dust off the Milek, get your pads, get your shin guards. The second coming of Dave Carteron. Definitely, definitely got the stick. I could announce the game if it comes worse comes to worse. I gotta just announce it. A live broadcast. There you Don't go. Don't get your hopes up, Bosh. You know how I am. Once I I'm in my bubble, I stay in my bubble. I know. You're all, the only person who stays in this house more than you is Costa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my friend, Ranger fans of all ages. Another all right. show. In the- another great one. And, uh, 
Another fantastic one. Thanks for the laughs, the memories, <laughs> the uh, social diseases, all that good stuff. All right. Let's go, Rangers. We will see you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Good, everybody.